Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? So, ladies and gentlemen, the very, very first time in the studio, we have looking at me right now, Marquesa Scalia. Marky. Okay. We're going to move on. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. To be honest, I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Whoa! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them right now. Chris Manzo 8, Venmo. How do you on the show was a mistake? Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is uh, it's a big day. I just keep, I say that every time. The Don is here. Hello. But it is big because you guys are finally going to meet um, somebody that's been very important to the show, running so much of what goes on around here. Intern Jules is here. Hello, intern Jules. How are you doing? <laughs> so Jules, um, Jules and I met, I guess, like what, a month and a half ago, right? Yeah, I think maybe two months. So that happened when I threw out the thing on Instagram, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we that is how we found intern Jules, and she has been a godsend. She runs the Instagram. <laughs> there, are, So apparently, um, the first thing I should say is you've probably listened to more episodes than I have. Right? I mean, I think so. That was the first thing you did, right? I got, yeah, you got to know your stuff. <laughs> so you gotta come in knowing it. So my Jules went out and actually made notes on every episode that we've ever done to this point. Okay, which honestly, I, I don't know whether to be like super impressed, which I am, or just feel really bad for her. She's doing her homework. She is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She is uh, motivated. That's awesome. And and everything's been great. But I will say, so a couple of things. Now, this is the first time, a couple of big firsts here. First time doing the show. 
first time meeting the Don, which is, you know, an experience in and of itself. And then on top of all of that, um, it's her first time being down in, in the, uh, in one of the studios, we have two, really technically three. And this one, um, we actually are, uh, it's really become our main one where I ducked and used mom's old podcast space. I grabbed Jules because we're going away to Spain and we're going to be gone for the next week, but I didn't want to go without a show. I feel like we've been on quite a roll. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we went and grabbed a bunch of questions that you guys have in the mailbag. Um, and the first time that we're going to read Instagram questions, which is, you know, it's big. Um, because Instagram, the DMs on Dear Albie, since Jules runs it, I don't see until she sends them over. And first, we've had a couple of people that have been listening to the show, and that's where they really respond right away. And a couple of people are pissed. Why? Um, well, uh, Aline, Aline, the, the Aline Aline thing apparently really got to Aline. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, yeah, and she's she really, she wrote in and she's not happy. Who's Aline? Aline wrote in to the show um, asking if I have to uh, uh, change the way I my expectations with girls, if I should change, like, you know, what I look for in a girl to get what I want out of life, mm-hmm. which, you know. Well, that's it, it was your personal opinion. Right. Well, what, what, no, I, I, I read it and I said it's spelled A-L-I-N-E. So I thought like Aline and, and someone I think Candace said Aline, right? Aline. I would say Aline. I'd say, yeah. I said Aline. And Aline. Th- is that is that how you do it? I think so, yeah. But yeah, you're messing with her name a little bit. Yeah, she's upset. She's not happy. Well, <laughs> she should have spelled it phonetically then because th- it's either Aline or Aline or it could be Aline. She, well, I, I don't, I mean, look, at the end of the day. Aileen. At the end of the day, she was upset. And she actually signed uh, her her message, and she just said, "I'm out." She said, "I'm out." Yeah. We're sorry. But so we like, lost one. But yeah, but all because you apparently mispronounced her name. She's pissed. I look, it's her name. I get it. I understand, but it's a, it's it's a hard name to pronounce if you don't know how it's the the spelling mm-hmm. is suspect. A l i n e. That's how it's spelled. Right. But my point is, it could be Aline. It could be Aline. It could be Aileen. It could be any of those things. It could be any of those things. And there, no disrespect, Aline, Aline, Aileen. We just didn't know. Eileen. Eileen. I mean, you can say that all you want. Now she's not listening. Aileen. We lost her, right? That, Jules, she, it's, it's what she said. She said, I'm out, right? She wants free flowers. Yeah, she. well, she wrote it and said uh, from another account and said, I want free Bloom and Birch, which I have to be dead honest with you, kind of into it. Was this a ploy just to get free flowers? The flowers are very beautiful, so I get it. I, I do get it. We'll send Jules home with the flower today. She's earned uh-huh. it. <laughs> but um, no, so I wanted to get into the to the Instagram, um, but I did have some questions for Jules uh, also. So now you've met um, you met our our main producer Nando, who's done the show yes. a couple of times. You have you have yet what he scared you one time. Well, that one time he texted. He's like, because I was going away, and I'm like, I told Albie, I'm like, I'm gonna be away for ten days, but I could still work on my phone. And Nando was like, oh, I don't think you're committed or something <laughs> like that. Oh, Abby told me that story. And he's a jokester. And Nando's like literally the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, he's well, super nice. I was laughing so hard. This was before I ever met him. So mm. I was like frozen in my kitchen because mm. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do. And my mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I think everything's okay. And then like, Albie's like, no, he's just kidding around with you. I'm like, Phew. So and the only person really left for you to meet now is Chris. Yeah. 
So are you like? Do you, are you excited to meet Chris? Are you? Are you? Um, Have you been met a- Lauren? No. Well, well just, literally the first. This is the the uh, third or fourth. Well, time, now you're going to be in trouble with Lauren because you said the only other person you need to meet is Chris. Meanwhile, well, no, she on the show, Lauren, she hasn't doing the show. But well, you know, we got a lot of comments about that too. Um, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Jules run with this. So yeah, Jules. I mean, we're we're gonna hand you the ropes here. This is your gig. So you know, what do you what are you thinking? What do you like? What what do we got in that whole Instagram bag of tricks over there? Well, if I find it, there was this one woman who. We get a lot of DMs, so I gotta go through them. I feel bad. I try to get to everyone. You respond to everybody? Do you respond? Wow. It's very hard to respond. It's a full time job. Are you paying this girl enough? Because that's a full time job. Definitely not paying her enough. Responding to all the DMs. I didn't know. I'll tell you the truth, though. I didn't know she was responding. We read them all, but uh, very, very difficult to respond to them all. Hmm. It's like a full time job. We love everybody for it. Thank you, but it's like a full time job. It is. Between the posts and, and and all the other. You know, you've got all the different avenues of social media. It's very difficult. It yeah. is. A, it's multi-layered. Yeah. I also want to add, we have a Facebook page. That do we? Did you set that up, or did somebody else set that up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can her. Look at her on Facebook. Yeah, but Facebook. There's a lot of people on Facebook. I haven't yeah. been on Facebook in a minute. How's the Facebook page doing? Doing pretty well. Yeah. You know? I, I like link to my account, so when I go on, it's like just all dear Al. <laughs> but yeah, we get a lot of people, a lot of comments there, but doing pretty well so we have a question from should i say her in, her instagram name linlin831 question for albie and caroline absolutely love this podcast first time i've ever even downloaded or listened to a podcast great to hear you and your family i grew up in a large italian family in pennsylvania with sunday dinner at my grandma's every sunday i have one sibling and tons of cousins and enjoy having so many people around to play and talk growing up my husband and I had a daughter via IVF last year. We are not sure we'll be able to finance another round for IVF and have a second baby. What do you think life would have been like if you were an only child? Wow. I can't even imagine. I can't, I'm one of 11, so for me, that's a really tough question. Um, it's funny because I had that conversation with Lauren now, mm-hmm. um, with Marky. You know, Lauren has been very vocal about the fact that she wasn't the perfect um cut out you know uh mom you know cookie cutter mom whatever and um she struggles from time to time with motherhood and stuff like that and it's always the conversation do I want a second and my response to her is always I feel like you'd be cheating Marky and then her response to me is well she wouldn't know because she hasn't lived it which is true so I, that's a very difficult question to answer. Um, having said that, you know, as you grow older, you you don't you know see or speak to your siblings on a daily basis, but you have um, the memories and you have the foundation of um, that lifestyle in in a, in a wonderful, crazy house filled with brothers and sisters and cousins and stuff like that, which I wouldn't trade for the world. On the flip side, you also get the drama that goes with it. You know, as you get older. So, uh, uh, I am grateful to have been able to have a large family. Now, having said that, if this, this couple can't have a a second child, then that's God's will for them, you know? So you have to, you know, accept that and, and you're fortunate enough to have a large family, you know, uh, extended family. 
so your daughter can have uh, relationships with cousins that can be like sisters, same like Lauren and Candace. You know, they um, are each uh, the only girl in their family, and they have a, a tremendous bond. They're like sisters. So, you know, your relationships will find a way to, to, to give your child what she needs out of life, so I wouldn't stress too much about it. And just, I'm a believer, firm believer in God's will, and whatever's meant to be is going to happen. Hmm. Well, you know, I think that it's weird for me because I think as the oldest one, um, you're experiencing things ahead of everybody else the first time. So sometimes, like, it's easier to, um, I don't know, I think it's a different kind of a role in the sibling in the sibling sense, right? But beyond that, um, I don't, I, I think I'd be very, very different if I wasn't, um, you know, n- number one, one of three and number two, the oldest, because I think a lot of my personality traits come from wanting to look out for everybody and doing this and doing that, which came from, Hey, look out for your brother, your sister and all that, which, which was honestly, it would have made you and dad different parents on no top of that. About it. No question. Now you have to understand I'm one of 11. Like I said, I'm the middle child. So I kind of navigated my way through the different um, clicks over the years and stuff like that. So I I'm, I strongly believe being the middle child out of 11 certainly made me who I am today. Now, look at you have cousins that are only children, you know, that they're only child. Yep. Nothing wrong with them. <laughs> they're fine. No, right. Everybody right? has their own. Pa- but my, my point is that I don't think there really is a best this or that. No. I think that I can't really relate to being an only child because I'm not one. The right. same way as an only child can't really... And you're probably better, it's probably easier in some ways for, no, I don't think so, actually. Because, I mean, as close as you are to your cousins or something, perhaps, it's not like having brothers and sisters. It's not the same thing. And then, but if you ask, you know, the, the kids that are only children, they're like, oh, no, it's cool, it was fine. So, you know, who knows? You, you, know, you can't miss what you don't have. Right. Well, let me ask you this. Which one of the three of your children do you think would be the most different if they were an only child? Compared to how they are now. Uh, the most different if they were an only child. I'm going to say, oh, that's a really hard question. I'm leaning, I'm leaning between uh, Christopher and Lauren. Um, I, don't th- <laughs> I don't think I'd be that different. No. Sorry. Christopher's super independent. You know? I think Chris would be the most different. But I feel like Christopher really cherishes maybe because we don't have the time together anymore, his time with you guys when he's with you. I think that um, he also wouldn't be as funny, if that makes sense, because a lot of it is like that. Bouncing off each other. Yeah, the action and all that other stuff. Lauren, I think, would love it because she could be like, yeah, everything's mine. Yeah, she would just be. It's all mine. Yeah, she'd just be mean by herself. Right. That's all that that would really be. You know, and uh, I think Christopher might, Gut tells me, Christopher. What do you think, Jules? I mean, do you, you've got you have brothers, right? Yeah, I have two older brothers, uh, nine and six year difference. So I kind of grew up. It, I, we joke how like I'm kind of like an only child because my brother moved out when I was like I want to say sixth grade, and my other brother went away to school for five years. So for a long time, I was kind of by myself, but and I'm the only girl. So that's also different too, being the youngest and the only girl, because I didn't really have to like share too much, you know, with other sisters, mm. but. I love having brothers. Like, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, 
Lauren always claims that she could never have a sister for two reasons. A, she said she would probably hate her because she'd be the prettier, skinnier sister. And B, you know how dad spoils her. Yeah. And she's not about that. No. So I think Lauren, she'll say every once in a while, I wish I had a sister. And then she's like, you know what? Best I don't. Do you think Lauren, I think I always thought Lauren kind of like, wish she was a boy sometimes too. Because I think we played by different rules. Lauren's like growing tough. up. You know, like, like because... You know, the boys had a different set of rules, different curfews, different everything, different responsibilities put on them too. But like, it's kind of how it was. But um, she's always been kind of like, yeah, she's she's tough. That's where it comes from. I yeah, think. Yeah, she's very tough. You know, but this is good. Yeah. See, you're off to a good start, Jules. What else we yeah, got? Yeah, I I might cough though. I gotta say, yeah, I right, it happens. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. You just kind of like make up, I think, a name on the top too. Like just like if it's like Jan four five six, like this one's from Jan because I don't know if these people are going to be like unless they sign yeah. it at the bottom. Uh, well, let me go to our notepad because we got some a few weeks ago and I sent out something on Instagram. We got a lot. Oh, okay, here's one. Uh, would you accept a friend's request to be their child's legal guardian? Would I? Ex- so I mean, that's hardcore. I mean, did that like like? I mean, there's so many things that are that are tied to that. Like, like in other words, like, are they just like? Is there something wrong with them? Well, they... I, I would guess in the event of their untimely death, you know, the parents, both of them, you would be the next go-to person. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's how how it works. I mean, but that that's pretty heavy. I feel like. I mean, I, I feel like the circum. If I was ever asked to do that. I feel like the circumstances behind it mm-hmm. would be so extreme that it would be the type of situation where how do you say no? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's my assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, like, they just ask that one thing, like, you know, a quick one-liner, like, hey. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, but think about it. You have such very, you have very good friends. Uh, TJ, for instance. Yeah. You know? Um he looks at you boys like brothers and he, he he considers himself part of our family and if he would ask i don't think any of you would say no yeah but like first of all but my point is if you're talking about there would have to be a single parent and something would be happening to them no if even you if you, even if he's you know tj our friend is a, is separated from his uh baby's mom but even okay if let's say they were together and they asked you as a couple it's still a very big honor to be asked that question. What you know? the, the the context of which makes zero sense to me, and and to, for somebody to kind of write in out of nowhere with a one liner with that, it's kind of like, would you rather be the leading scientist in your field or have Matt Cow? Well, um, like does no, it make sense? A, I think Aileen asked that question. Oh, was it really? I, I think she did. Yeah, <laughs> but she deleted all the other stuff, so I can't go back. <laughs> like, um, I'm pretty sure I'm the legal guardian for Chris and Jacqueline's kids. No, but you're talking about wait, wait, wait. In the event of something happening, yeah, right? Putting someone's name there, the yeah, world. that's yeah. different. But this is like I feel like it's like if it's like an in the will thing, yeah, sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, turn anybody of my friends that's down. That's what the intent is. It's in a will. Well, that's why you say that in the first place. It's not like, hey, can you take my kids because I'm not in the mood. It's if God forbid something happens to this child's parents. All right, will you take on the responsibility of raising them and caring for them? That's what it means. Hmm. Well, hey, ma'am, you know. That's my it's answer. Not, it's not a decision that's made lightly on the parents' end. I understand. All right. What else we got, Jules? 
how hard financially is it to live in New Jersey? You know what? I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I'm in the 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 middle, um, and Mom and I uh, we go back on this a lot. Of I feel like I'm old enough to just buy something, right? I'm like, oh, maybe that's the move. That's the move. That's the move. But when I think about it from like an investment standpoint, what you get buying anything in New Jersey versus like almost any other state, save you, you know, New York City and the surrounding in the immediate surrounding area and California, you get nothing. Nothing. And your taxes are also insane. Insane. And I don't understand, okay, where any of us um, because like when I, when I look at what we get back from all of that stuff as the most densely populated state and all that other stuff, I'm sorry, I can't really see it. And well, I just read an article today that New Jersey will be, if it already hasn't, will be surpassing Las Vegas in gambling. Well, yeah, well, no, what, yeah. What's that doing for our taxes? Well, uh, I'd well, like that, to know. There's, there's that. There's, um, uh, how about like, think of this conceptually and I want to do some math on this. Like, like it's like, what is it? $18 now to go through the Lincoln Tunnel or, or the bridge? It's I don't like 18 even bucks because it makes me nauseous. Like, what is going on? Yeah. It, it's it's crazy. And our roads are pothole. You go to, you ever been to Hoboken lately? You need to, like, I, don't, I don't even know what. You can't well, even walk down the street, less drive. It's full of potholes. It's, it's terrible. Or scooters. Have you heard about the Hoboken scooters? Scooters. Have you heard about this? With all those potholes. The town is full of potholes. Not, not talking, I'm talking craters. Like you're driving down, like you're in the Flintstone car driving down the street, and yet they put scooters. No, it's amazing. They got the scooters right. So, um, for those of you that don't know, they have these scooters that you just ha- join an app, and it's a dollar to jump on, and you know you scoot wherever the hell you want to scoot, right? And they're like, it's caused. So when there's not like a a, a, a hub to put them back or no, like you a parking just drop spot, them. you literally drop them wherever the Take hell you want. Take a picture want. and send them where it is. That's it. That's all. Okay, and um. Everyone's like, yeah, it's really created such a catastrophe because people are going down the wrong side of the street and they're doing them on the sidewalk and people are driving them drunk. And I'm like, it's Hoboken. What did you think was going to happen? It's insane. The whole concept is insane. It's so crowded as it is, the congested with traffic and people. and, And I love the town. I love Hoboken. But going back to New Jersey and the taxes, do something with the damn roads. Please. Well, I think the question is, I mean, first of all, look at us sounding off. I, I promised early on, Jules, that this show would never get quote unquote political. That was that well, was no, one just thing. Fix it's not a political roads. thing. Huh. But yeah, you know, there are potholes around here. That's first. But living in Jersey with the expenses that come with it, it really is kind of insane. And I'll tell you what's even weirder. Mm-hmm. When I look at rent in um, a city like Hoboken, right, which by and large is obviously way cheaper than Manhattan. I do think it's really built for that, like, couple that's just starting out. And as, like, a single guy, it's crazy. Like, I've, you know, there uh, to live in a, in a one-bedroom in Hoboken, you're not paying any, um, you all right over there? I'll sneeze. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the the expenses, yeah, you got to cough? Yeah, do your thing. Um, so... The it's just wildly expensive, however you slice it. Well, but the the idea of buying something that like I I looked at, um, I have business in several different states, right? So I looked at houses in Ohio and Michigan just cause. So I don't know, man. It's uh, it it really is expensive living here. At the same time, 
there's a lot to love about it because everything's here. You know, it's my so life close. is here. Well, and you talk about your your 20 minutes out of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You're 45 minutes to an hour down from down the shore. You're a half hour to 40 minutes to the countryside. So you've got everything right at your fingertips. But it is very expensive. It's it's <laughs> it's a lot. Living here is a lot. But it's beautiful too. There's a look. It's a there's, a, town there's a lot and, to like and, and about it. There's a lot to love about New and, Jersey. And there's nobody that's like crying for for you guys and all that other stuff. I get it. But I mean, everybody works really really hard, and it's awesome. There's a lot of opportunity around here too, and I get that. But mm-hmm. it is um, it's I think for especially, um, you know, if you're coming out of college and you've put yourself through college and you've got to now find your way with a job and all that other stuff with student loans. I mean, this is not an easy climate to operate in, and I think a lot of people are going to leave. But at the same time. Where do you go? Um, Where do you go? I've thought this through. If it wasn't for my family, I'd be gone. I, I'd probably do the Carolinas. Um, you know, Nashville's awesome. Austin, Texas is awesome. Uh, Florida, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you'd last. You're too Not used Florida. to the, you're too used to the action. You're too mm. used to having everything it's too here. No, there's there. I, I I don't know. I think it would all depend. I mean, I think even Pennsylvania, parts of Pennsylvania are cool. But it all depends. I think um, I would love to see uh, it get a little bit more realistic. Right here. Anyway, what else we got? Uh, somebody asked, any advice for moving into Hoboken? Well, you just heard it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, look. <laughs> Hoboken um, it's is an town. amazing town. It's, it's, it's town. my favorite town on earth. Uh, I would say that it depends a lot on how old you are. You will do a little bit of a freshman 15 when you first get into Hoboken because there's this like – atmosphere where it does feel like a party again and it's easy to get kind of sucked up into that Mm. um i would say uh you know i I like living if you want it quiet live uptown if you want it a little bit more crazy live downtown um it offers the best of everything because you're you're two minutes outside of manhattan it's a small town but yet it's a city you know what I mean yeah there's a lot of components to it that are that are great it's in my in my eyes hoboken is the perfect place on earth but it just to me is also it's it's representative of things that kind of like now don't blend with a lot of the things that I'm they doing do on the day to day. Pizza on ten, there's a place called yeah, 10th Street. Ten Street pizza. does make a hell of a pizza. Great pizza, just you know, thought I'd say it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that that would be my biggest my biggest thing with Hoboken would be um, take it slow when you first get there. That would that's what I would what I would say because it it can be like you're back in college, you know, depending on how old you are. But it's all—it's a great town. It's got great restaurants. Yeah, it's amazing. It's got great little cafes and and mm. you know nightlife if you if you if you're looking for that and nice little boutiques and shopping and you're, you know, like I said, you're a ferry ride into the city, so it can't get any more convenient than that. Seems like everybody knows each other, so it's really you know cool. You know, walking down the street, you got that small town vibe, but yet it's a small little city. And Jersey City's up and coming now too, so that's like a hop, skip, and a jump from there as well. It's true. And so is Weehawken. When you moved to Hoboken, were you going out a lot? Yeah. Well, when we first got to Hoboken, it it was like the Wild West for us because you got to remember then um, it was like Housewives in full swing. They which had was, a step and repeat in their apartment. Yeah. They, they partied a lot. Yeah. They had a step and repeat and they would take Polaroid photos and put them on a, a cork board that covered a wall. There are just so many aspects of my life that were first and like new things that are different than I think you know the typical person experiences but like we um, throwing that experience into what Hoboken was especially then which was a little bit 
younger, the St. Patrick's Day parade was still a thing. If people remember Hoboken, you know, 10 years ago, um, it was a wild time to be in that city, which was known to be crazy. It's a lot more like kind of low key now. Mm. Um, there's still pockets of bars that that go nuts, but um, yeah, we we went out a lot. Who was the biggest party animal, you or Chris? Me and Chris went out probably the same, but we just do different things. Oh. So like, we'll often do them together and blend the two. Like you know, where it's at a shot in a beer place, and then we're at a wine bar, and like it's kind of it, it's kind of Weirdly, I think that's why Hoboken's so perfect, hmm. because we can be in you know, and and mom knows when you go and visit, like you can hit so many different spots that are, um, you know, just a good fit for whatever you're in the mood for that day, or like different personalities and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know what kind of a different uh vibe you're in. Like when we first got there, Chris came up with a game called Fourteen Blocks, and there's more than fourteen streets in Hoboken, but um, he'd start at 14th Street and walk all the way down to one, and you'd have to stop at a bar at every street. Um, and if there wasn't a bar there, you had to figure something out. Like you know, you basically had to stop at 14 bars. Never ever finished it. How ne- could you? You'd never be passed out. It. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but like yeah, yeah, you would. But that's we we tried a couple times and it never. Worked Albie's out. the more responsible partier. Although in his college days, he's got, I'm sure, plenty of stories to tell because whenever he's with Vito and all his other college buddies, they just laugh hysterically. That would be a great podcast, Al. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I got to think that one through. Yeah. Um, but uh, where Chris is more of I dare you kind of guy. Mm. I dare you to do this. And okay. And he does it. So he doesn't think much. When he, you know, but He's outgrown that, I'm, say, I'm, I'm happy to say. Um, but he still has that little bit of rebel in him. Yeah. So we got... Um, I have one one uh I got the email up. Um we have an email here, one that was uh specifically for the Don. So I'll hit you with it. Uh Don, you've been getting a lot of heavy stuff thrown at you lately. Hmm. Um and uh uh this one um I haven't read it through, but uh they uh, I guess they the the heading um indicates that it's that type of a thing. It says dealing with the in parentheses sort of loss of a sibling this is by um it says thanks in advance so i'm gonna call her advance anyway hey dear albie crew i think this would be a great question for the dom but i'll take any advice i can get regarding this issue february of 2016 my older sister went into a coma Hmm. doctors don't know what's going on there's no diagnosis no prognosis nothing it's been three years of no answers when i say coma i don't mean eyes closed sleeping coma her eyes are open but she has no control over them she has no ability to speak move or gesture this has changed everything in my family we no longer have family dinners because my mom and dad are always at the hospital family get-togethers are always inadequate her absence is felt always it's been this giant black cloud hovering over my family and i for me i don't know how to feel she was this, the one sibling that I never got along with. But when she went into this state, I felt such pain in my heart that I didn't ever expect to feel for her. It's been three years of emotional lingo. Limbo. Lingo. But l- limbo. Let's call it limbo. Three years of emotional limbo. I don't know whether to be optimistic that she will recover or to mourn her and try to move on with my life. I just had my first child in March, and it pains me deeply to know that she may never get to meet her. I could use any kind of advice on the situation. Thanks in advance. Wow. Yeah. I'm very, very sorry for that. That's a sad story. Um, I think you have to 
recognize what's in front of you. And if your sister hasn't shown any sort of um, brain um, improvement in or, or uh, movement in three years, chances are that that's the way it's going to stay. Um, having said that, uh, you can't harbor any guilt for the past because that'll only keep you locked into a cage of regret and that's the worst place to be. Uh, having a child of your own is a blessing and you have to do the best and be the best you can for that child. So you have to be able to accept and understand the situation as it is. Um, and your child can certainly meet your sister if, if your sister is still alive and in the hospital and, and breathing. Um, that's the norm for the relationship with your child and, and your sister. And that doesn't mean that it can't be, you don't know that your sister doesn't hear. That's the thing they say with people in comas. I heard everything, you know, I'm not saying it's the case for your sister, but I've heard that many, many times. So there's nothing wrong. A, I think it would be healthy for you to go to your sister, sit down privately and talk to her in the hopes that she hears everything. If she doesn't, that's only between her and God. You know what I mean? But it may be good for you to tell her your truths, your heart, and, and your regrets. And that might help you move forward. And there's nothing wrong with bring, bringing your baby in there and saying, hi, you know, aunt, whomever, whatever her name is, this is my baby, um, and hold her hand, whatever. And, th and if that's the extent of their relationship and their bonding, and it helps your heart, well, good for you. And like I said, you never know, you know, if she hears, if she's capable. And if she is, what a wonderful gift for her, right? And I think it's also uh, cleansing for you as well. So you have to perceive your sister's condition as the new normal. And maybe with the birth of your child, your family will come around because now they have something that is is precious and, and, and uh, allows them to smile. So hopefully that uh, your child will be the glue that binds the family back together and brings things back to the way they were. Um, but, you know, that normal no longer exists, so you have to create your new normal. Well, I think also, too, you have to back your parents up and all of that stuff of and course. be there for them. That's, like, obviously something your sister, I assume, would want. But when you're talking about a situation that nobody can explain that goes that you know, obviously negative and that bad. Um, the potential reversal of that experience or, or whatever she's going through um, can come out of nowhere too. I mean, like if you're looking at, if there's something that obviously caused this that they can't identify, maybe there's something that will fix this that they can't identify either. So holding out hope to me is not even a little bit out of the realm of something you should do. I'm, I'm a believer in if there's something there and there's, you know, doctors are keeping her there for this long. Um, you know, there's got to be a reason. So I think that just keeping that, you know, even if it's if that's what your parents want to do, Listen, even helping God them forbid, stay a million times, you know, I'd be to my grave. I'd be there. Yeah. You know, so. Even just helping your parents stay motivated right. and like get the little wins. And I, that's what I would do. I would try and find little wins one way or another. Don't try and get it. You know, you don't wake them up tomorrow type of a thing. Just get something. Right. You know what I mean? And, and find whatever that small victory is and try and help the way you can to do it. And go from there. Yeah. No expectations. 
Jules, have you noticed that we get a lot of heavy stuff for Don lately? We do, yeah. No, it gets us heavy stuff in general, though, too. I mean, I'm like, wow, this, you know, you start off kind of like a funny, like funny things. And now we're getting, we're getting serious. It's, it's a lot. Of, it's a mixed bag, which I think I like, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, that's but, good. you know, so what, what else? I mean, so Jules came in. She's got a bunch of, uh, she's got, Jules got the idea she's book. The cute little book. It's so <laughs> cute. And, um, it, uh, um, well, you, I mean, you tell me, Jules, what, how was your first experience on, on the show? Good. Pretty good. I just wish I didn't have this cough, but you know what? Nah, you're fine, man. You're we, fine. Got, we need a cough button. We got, we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> That's there. That's okay. But no, yeah, pretty good. But I think, too, um, we had a, a, a an idea that Jules had a while ago that we're working on that by the time I come back from Spain, we're going to put it in. We're going to move the questions to a voicemail. And um, we're going to start plugging them into the show. So they'll hear their questions? People will be able to just ask their own questions into the phone. That's going to be fun. And we're trying to get call-ins. All right. Well, just as a word of advice, I sure, would say to anyone that does leave a voicemail, understand that your voice will be heard <laughs> over this podcast. We say this, guys, because some of you have really screwed your lives up right. not using the right name. Correct. So um, that's okay, though. But like, now you, you got do a what voice. you gotta do. You do what you gotta you, do. You got you know? a voice. I ain't here so to, just, just be, to hate. You know. I think Aileen should call in. You want it? You really? You know what? I feel like Aileen and and you have a little bit of a beef going. I feel like you no. took them DM personal. I do. No, I just would like to hear like her thoughts. She she messages every week. I like you know. Well, clearly mm-hmm. she's not over it. So yeah. Aileen, Aileen, Aline, Aileeny, Alina. Well, she's not listening. We have to write back, listen, I guess. It's nothing but, and but then, love. Yeah, just, but then she she might listen to this, and then after you've butchered her name, I haven't it, butchered her name. It I'd wasn't like to bad know enough how, with Lauren and Candace. Now you've got to I'd jump like in to now too. I'd like to know how it's pronounced. I would like I would like some closure on this. We will figure it out. Um, outside of that, I mean, we've been reaching out too. We're going to mix up the guests a lot, so mm. I know there's a big list of people that um, intern Jules has put together. Mm. So we got a lot of stuff happening, folks. We do a lot. Right after Spain. I know this is a big trip. I'm and the excited. trip, okay, so is Marcus's wedding. Marcus's Marcus, wedding. who is on the first five. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. it's Marcus's wedding. That's whose trip we're going on. Oh, my gosh. See, that was okay. like a big, like, poof, that moment for Jules just now. You see that? Actually, we don't, we're supposed to leave in day after tomorrow. And we don't know if Lauren Scalia will be joining. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, a lot of stuff happening around here. can. But, hey, this was fun. Inter yes. Jules. Inter Jules, pleasure. Don, thank you so much, guys. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Let her rip. Or hit us on the, uh, hit us on the Instagram. The Facebook page. Yep, there we go. So that's it. This was good. <laughs> Catch you guys later.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.